Hey everyone, it's your favorite South Florida YouTube realtor, Jason, and I'm just giving you a quick introduction into the first episode of the Mansion Mindset Podcast. In this podcast, it's more of an introduction for us, so you can get to know who we are. We talk a little bit about the city, experiences that we've had while filming, and we just end it on a really light note. In the future, we're hoping that we can interview some special guests so you can hear about other people who have that mansion mindset. So thanks again for tuning in, and let's get started on the podcast. This is the third time we are shooting the same podcast, and for good reason. The first time we had no idea what we were doing, used two, three cameras, it all came out weird. It was using different microphones. Now I have gone out of my way and I purchased two pod, Rode pod mics, and the reason I got two and we actually have a third one is because we plan on interviewing other people, so this is also kind of a test, even though this is an official podcast that's going to be on youtube and on streaming services but i want to make sure that we alex and i can do this properly before we waste a third person's time so even though i know it'll come out pretty nicely so on that note let's just hop right into it yes sir great so back we're back we made it and we've stepped up we're on a different level now we're not the same men we used to be changes have came and they've gone and we're ready for the next step in life. God, I just love talking into this because okay. I know our voices sound so crazy. Okay. All right. So sorry, you guys, I just had to hear that. Anyway, I want to give, um, I guess while we have it here, it's kind of hard not doing this with a third guest, but I want to give you an insight of what you can expect with this channel. So, but so if you, if this is your first time hearing any of our voices, we're very well known for our luxury YouTube series where we I, I basically go through these houses and I do tours I show you the craziest houses for sale in South Florida sometimes I go out of the country uh, different states anywhere from Palm Beach to Miami but I wanted to extend this to the podcasting world because I know that people like to listen keep it in the background and they also want to they have a lot of questions I get DM'd constantly all these questions on Instagram and I cannot respond to all of them so I figured in between our chat, I'll answer some questions, give updates about that channel, which you should check out. And yeah, so that's kind of the format I'm looking at. Hopefully, I want to interview people. The goal, so the next person I've been trying to interview is I actually reached out to them this morning. I just realized we didn't follow each other on Instagram, which was kind of hurtful. Well, it's both of our faults. I don't know, it's weird. I, I don't really follow everyone I know, but. Uh, and he, and he's seen the message and I got no response. Anyway, it was Alex. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Young Alex uh, Bale. He's a busy man. I'm not upset. But it's Alex Bale. Um, you know, if someone asked me to do a podcast, I'd be like, what? So, I mean, I don't blame him. But if you guys don't know who Alex Bale is, he's like this film. He's he's really like a movie maker. But he his vi- recently, his videos went viral on YouTube. He did three SpongeBob theories. Yeah, he's a young conspiracy king. For you, um, yeah, I mean, I went to know. elementary school with him, and he probably doesn't remember me. Oh, that's um, right, you went to elementary school. Yeah, I forgot. With, with him and Taylor, his Taylor's, sister. Taylor, yeah, his sister. That's our, like our best um, friends. Yeah, but best friends with Taylor, Alex Bale. He's on. He's on a different level. Um, super, super, super cool dude. I though. think the clout got to his head. I think he. I, I, I don't think the, the clout, clout got to his head, and I, he doesn't want to be in a podcast with me, which I get. It's I fine. I don't know. I don't think the cloud got to his head, but imagine how many DMs he gets funny. a day. I'm just being, I don't mean that. No, I know. I know. <laughs> I want to read the but, DM I sent Alex because I was trying my best to be... Alex has a really satirical... Like, him and his sister both, they have like a sarcasm 
but it's like humor behind the sarcasm and yeah. it's also serious. The same, it's very confusing. They're like conversation. They're like vocabulary is like 50% English, 50% meme. It's funny. Like, it's like, no, but they're telling you the truth and they're very serious about what they're telling you, but it still sounds like at any point everyone's going to start laughing. So I'm going to, I tried my best to sound like him when I was sending him a, a DM cause I was trying to, I was trying to fit into the environment. So I said, <laughs> Hey, Alex, I'm starting a podcast on my significantly less important YouTube channel. I would like to have you on as a guest. Um, I'm trying to interview people who are most likely uh, up and coming to give a backstory about what they do and how they got started. Would you have any interest in being, you know, on an episode? It's pretty much just talking for 20, 30 minutes. He saw it 18 minutes ago. I got no response. Oh, so he saw it. He, he saw it. So, and, and that's the thing I was he trying to say. He saw it 18 minutes ago, though. Yeah. I'll give it a little more time. No, no, that's, that's enough time. time but... Five minutes goes by, it's an ignore. But anyway... What I was saying is that I get asked a lot of ridiculous things from people. I mean, I'm his sister's good friend. Whatever. Who am I? I'm, I'm nobody, but it's fine. I, I get DM'd a lot with these questions, and sometimes I just ignore it because I'm just like, I don't want to deal with this. Like, people want to, hey, can I interview you? Nah, I don't want What? What does that even mean? You know, so I'm not upset. We do have other guests planned. Um, for those of you, I don't know if anyone would know about this. It's kind of niche. There's a product called Tobinis. It's like a fetish kind of sock thing. Not really even fetish. It's it's just like it's, it's these socks with these pads underneath, like paw pads. Yeah, kind of cosplay style. Yeah, kind they of. Look, they look super comfy though. And exactly, and, and I, I'm I'm like literally best friends with the guy who invented it. Him and his girlfriend started this thing as like an idea for their photo shoots. Everyone ended up wanting them, and he literally brought an idea from a concept. Like I, I kind of want to do this to literally getting producers and manufacturers in China. So I know a lot of people out there want to start companies. It's kind of hard to do. It's the kind of thing where you're like, all right, where do I even begin? He went through the trademark, the patent. He he went through all the ups and downs, and he has a lot to talk about. Yeah. He's also very busy, so it's hard to get a good time to get him on here. But I'm definitely I'm thinking since Alex Bale hates my guts that this will be he'll be the next person I. Uh, I put on this podcast, so I'm looking forward to that. No, oh, yeah, I'm curious about what Justin has going on because last time I heard from him was when he was going through that whole like stressful thing where they were holding all of his products. Are they still holding his products, dude? It's such a bad story. I, I go to the gym with him. He he went to LA Fitness. Um, he goes to LA Fitness with me, and every time I go there, he has less and less hair, and it's not even genetics. It's oh like he's God. so stressed out. Not it's bad. Imagine. So I they I get, get him stressed dirty out. with that. They it's really bad. Get him dirty. I, I I um I use him as an example when I want to calm down. I don't know if anyone can relate to this. If you have people like this in your life, but his life is so stressful that when I get stressed out, I say at least I'm not Justin. He is going through a situation right now, and he'll explain, explain this better, but he's going through a situation right now where um, last year around, I want to say, and this might be wrong, October, November, like that time, he started the idea. He was hand-making these. He was doing about 120 every two weeks, and he was selling them at $40 each. So he's getting a great profit. He's making like a decent income for making socks by his hand and selling them. But he's like, I can't do this forever. I can't keep making socks by hand. Yeah. So yeah, he exactly. goes through the whole patent process, which ended up totaling around $50,000 before he made a lot of money. So this is, basically took all his profits, reinvested it, did the whole patent thing, only to find out the patent doesn't even hold. Even Like people, it doesn't even hold. You have to get it approved and you have to have the different aspects and people just have to change one quick thing and it's over. So he has he gone through that stress. Then he's like, all right, you know what? I'm going to do manufacturing. I can't do it in the U.S. It's like three times the price. He's going to go to China. So he starts getting a Chinese manufacturer. And he officially 
agreed to do a contract with them in January or early December. It was either January or early December. And we are now in, it is May 25th. And he has still not had one product get shipped to him because they are still trying to confirm how to do this properly on a grand scale. He needs 5,000 units and he still cannot get them. So he started a Kickstarter in January. The Kickstarter got 200 and I think it was $220,000 in $220,000 in a week. He gets the money and this is what's stressing him out. He gets this money. He's spending the money to, for the manufacturer. They need new equipment. They need these things. He's basically trying to help them build an infrastructure that can make his job easier. So he sends them, he he spends about $60,000. He has all these expenses, life, everything. And on top of that, the product has not even gone out. So knock on wood, if the worst case scenario, if this thing does not launch, he, what all that money has been spent, these people are upset. So, and then wait, on top of all of this stress of the product not being ready, you go onto amazon.com right now. Don't do it. I will not be your friend, but you go on there right now and you type in Tobinis and imitation replicas people who literally stole his idea stole his pictures that he used all over with prime shipping yeah so he actually tried to sue amazon didn't answer him because they are amazon no exactly um, no lawyers let to take his case so he's so someone like that who's been through it if you're trying to start an idea and it's something so niche this is not even saying like let's start a let's start a very common thing that people like you know like an iphone case no this is starting something that almost no one would think about and now look what it's what he's got to go through. Yeah, so. exactly. And COVID probably, I know COVID probably slowed it down for him as well. But like, besides that, the fact that he's been on hold for so long, like when he went and while he was, he was, he was making such good money while he was making them yeah. for hand. Like yeah. the fact that he's just trying to simply upgrade the process, yep. Make it it's literally for holding him back. Like for all these months that that's extremely stressful. I would be losing my mind. It's tiring. It's it's. Ty- I feel bad every time I listen to him, and there's no end in sight. They keep telling him like, "Oh, in June, in July, whatever, whatever." So it's, it's very overwhelming, and I, that's why I really am excited because I feel like after that story, that's like a Wolf of Wall Street story. By the end of it, you're like exhausted. You need a shower. It's 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 pretty. <laughs> it's it's true. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But I'm looking forward to having him on here. Hopefully. He'll be the next. I'm not doing another podcast unless Justin's on it. That's a fact. So he'll be on the next one. Um, we just gotta find the right time and day and everything. No, yeah, I'm sure we'll catch him, but we just gotta keep like we gotta keep hitting him up because he's the type of person who like we hit up and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. come through. And then yeah. three hours later, he has something else going on, so we just gotta keep um, keep talking to him. I miss him too. I haven't seen him in a while. You know, it's funny. I went to LA Fitness the other day with him, like yesterday, and I ran into Marcus. Mm-hmm. So wait, so there's so I and Marcus told me that as well. So not only is my sister, wait, no, no, let, not only is my sister going literally. to LA, not only is my niece Maya going to LA, not only is like other friends of mine me, going to LA, Justin, Nico, like, Nico's going friends. to LA. Like I need to get like I've been going to Atletico for like the past like year and a half, which is a gym that we have down here, super big gym, super it's, nice. There's only one branch. There's, there's in only Coral one, Springs. There's only one branch, which is like 15, 20 minutes away, and the LA that all of my friends go to, LA Fitness. You could throw a rock to it from his house. <laughs> is like is like a minute and a half away from my house. So <laughs> I, de- not, I definitely need to switch. Same price. He just, he just uh, I go with Marcus. Why isn't Alex coming to the gym? He's like, dude, he likes to turf grass. I'm like. What is he, I'm like, what is this man doing on turf he likes grass? The turf grass. Turf? What are you, are you using the turf grass? Are you a turf grass user? I just throw down the foam roller and like roll on the grass. Oh my god! So you're doing the you're doing the tipped cow yeah. at the gym. I, I I see that dude. I see the I see the turf and I think who is using this? That's literally. I don't know. It's like it's, com- it's comforting to look at. Like I, sometimes I just sit down lifting weights and I'm like, hmm, 
I want to lay down. Yeah. Nice. Well, I do. I used to agree with you that since the saunas that weren't were not open in LA Fitness, that it's a problem. But it, they're open again. The ones are university, they? Yeah, the, the ones on University are open. The one oh, in Coral okay. Ridge is broken. It's not not open, but the one on University is open. So what sometimes. I'll work out and go to university just to use a sauna. It's literally worth it. But it's always empty. I've never seen a person in the sauna since it's opened up. Really? Yeah. I think people have just gotten over the whole phase, but I love it. You sit in there, you're like, you're in a different world. The sauna ain't a phase. That is a lifestyle. I know. It really is. After the sauna, it's a kind of place where like once you come out, you want to be a better person. Like you're, you're out here, you're thinking, not only did I just help my body. I just help my mind. It, it puts you in the, you, you feel like you just got a haircut. That's the closest thing I can relate it to is like you just got a haircut, new shirt. You just feel different. Yeah. Can't be touched. Feel lighter. Yeah. Haircut vibes for sure. It's nice. Why am I carry, <laughs> why am I carrying this conversation? Did you see that that eye contact? I just, can I, can, can I have help here? Awkward? No, this yeah. is why we need a third person because I'm carrying this conversation. My back is it, sore. Someone get me ice. Is Shaq here? I need icy hot for my back. <laughs> um Okay, see I get ums and that's that's what I get out of this man. Okay, let's let's think realistically here. Okay, so yesterday we filmed our first official vlog. We have done vlogs in the past, but I have not considered them official vlogs. So I'm really excited about that because like three every day I get at least three DMs. It's, hey, why don't you start a second channel? Hey, why don't you upload bloopers? Or, hey, um, can you answer this and that question? So I decided with Alex that every time we film a tour, like a, like a live tour where we go to the house and we show it around, we're going to do a vlog in the background. And on top of that, which is probably the thing I'm most excited for, is we're starting a, for you foodies out there, starting a little like, food vlog. It's not a separate video. It's within the vlog video. But basically, my idea and concept is that we're going to go to these restaurants, pull out the camera, document our experience, and hopefully it gets to the point where our food aspect of that video is almost as popular as the YouTube channel itself so that people, we walk in, they're like, oh my God, are you guys Jason and Alex? Don't you guys review feet? Like, here, try this. Like, let me get the oh, chef yeah. out here to kiss your feet. Like, that's that's what I'm hoping Almost for. like some YouTube Yelp elites. But we've been going to like such, so many. such good, like cool Miss random places that we just haven't been recording. After every tour, we get super, super hungry. Yeah. And we're in random areas we've never been in before. And so we always look up the nearest place that has the highest ratings. And we've found some crazy, crazy places. But from Boca to Miami, what's your favorite, one of your favorites? One's one that stuck with your head, a drink, a food item, something. Um, One that stuck in my head was that like Italian place. I can't remember. Where was that? Kind of like a, a family pizza restaurant vibe. But I remember I got gnocchi. Honestly, even if we remembered the place, we probably wouldn't be able to remember the name because of the amount of places that we've been to. Oh, but, you're right. I'm not, there's no way I can remember the yeah, name. Yeah, this is kind of like why, why we're starting the food vlog. So we yeah. can actually document these places and go back to them later when we're feeling hungry. Because we just have gone to so many places and we've forgotten Well, okay. You know what? Well, I'll start with the one that I literally remember because it was yesterday. True Food Kitchen in Boca Raton, Florida, in um, Town Center Mall. That place, for those of you who have not been there, I'm sure you have. You cannot miss it. It's like, you know how you go, every time you go to a mall, there's a cheesecake factory for some reason? Every time you go to the Boca Mall, it's like the main thing there. It's like the True Food Kitchen. And it's the whole thing is they have like vegan, gluten-friendly options, but the food is not boring. It's I had like a poke bowl with ginger snap things and like... All, it was just insane. He had like 
a yeah. grass-fed burger. The, the the cow was massaged and had a flat screen TV in a penthouse when it was <laughs> when it was growing up. It's like they it's like the craziest ingredients, the cocktails, which honestly I'm excited to go back for. I'm a big fan of like brunch cocktails, all that kind of stuff. They had a list where every single drink item you were like, I should get this, I should get this. Oh yeah, it was all unique. It was all super unique drinks and the food as well. Like it looked like very standard healthy food items. But once you got the food, like my burger was super well done. They do their mushrooms very differently there. I don't really like mushrooms, but when I go to True Food, like the it's just so appetizing every single time. And even the sweet potatoes, they gave me like sweet potato mash that was just seasoned to perfection. It was it was delicious. It's different than anything I've tasted anywhere else. Yeah, my fun fact, my sister's a food blogger. Well, she's a food blogger, which I I've been trying to convince Jade for the last, I don't know, I don't know how long. I've been trying to convince her to get on TikTok and do like a video version of the food thing, just like how it, is she, uh, Isn't she Giselle still a Yelp elite? She is, but she, my sister is the kind of person who like, if she can't excel at something within one week, it doesn't work. It's impossible. Like she has this really popular Instagram where she, it's like badass foodie. Like she just takes pictures of foods, reviews it, all that stuff. And she goes on TikTok, she tries doing it, and it flops because TikTok is a weird instrument. And she's like, Jason, I don't get it. It makes no sense. I'm not doing it. It's not worth it. And I'm trying to explain to her, like, the power of TikTok and how she should get on it. Anybody who has anything to do with social media should always have a TikTok account associated with it. Yeah, that is true. And I just... No, but she would would pop off. I think she would. She she would, like, if she just did, like, what she regularly... What she did before... Or like like Gigi like Gigi like post like you know Gigi yeah um you you guys if you guys are on Foodie TikTok anyone here you've probably have seen one of our friend Gigi's videos she's popular on TikTok and every one of every other one of her pop uh, TikToks pop off I, I did I met her one time at the beach I met her one time at the beach and then like two weeks later I was sending I sent some I sent I think it was you I was showing you like a food place. And I showed you the food place, and you're like, dude, don't you know who that is? That's that girl we just went to the beach with. And I didn't even know that was her. Yeah. It's crazy. It, it really is. And that's the thing. Like, I use TikTok food reviews. I save them all the time. You remember how back in the day, you're just like, all right, like, what what can we eat around here? What's the what's a good place? Now, I pull out my phone. I go to my TikTok saved. We're in Miami Beach. I go to Miami section. I have, like, a section. Scroll through. I'm like, oh, I don't feel for this. I feel for this. I just thought I found my mo- my mom's Mother's Day restaurants. Gigi went to a place called Avocado Grill. Took my mom there. She had a place called Pistache. Took my mom there. Like, that's how so, I found what we were doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know why Jade is... Like, I would never go on... She, when she sees a restaurant she likes, she sends me their Instagram and, like, says, look through their pictures. I'm like, I'm not looking... I won't look at... I don't know. It just, no, my exactly. brain doesn't work that way anymore. Life has gone on. It's left her behind. Yeah. And that, like, those type of like easy quick like the stuff that she did for yelp she just needs to move on and do that for tiktok and doing it on video is much easier than writing out like a two paragraph review like she would she would do that with ease i will be consistent with it obviously the one thing i do miss about her living here because i do like my peace and quiet but one thing i do miss about her living here is that she used to take me to these food reviews I think I told oh, you yeah, about. Yeah, some, yeah. I don't think you understand the level. The Yelp, Yelp Elite. It like, was food insane. Reviews. Sometimes it'd be with a group with like the Yelp Elite, but sometimes the restaurant will contact her directly, and so we would. One of the places there were so many. It was hundreds of every. Basically every day she would t- send a group text to me, and my mom, and say, "Hey, which one of you guys want to come get dinner with me? It's free." Almost every day. <laughs> sometimes I wouldn't want to see her, so my mom would go. But one of the ones they it was the I love mac and cheese right here in Coral Springs. Yeah. We walk in. 
they had every single item nearly on the menu laid out for us. Really? They they offered us to take home, like, please, da, 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 all this stuff for me and her. So I was always her plus one. If we went to a restaurant, free drinks, free food. We we felt bad, so we like we would tip really well and stuff yeah. like that. But even the Yelp Elite, you would meet like all these different hey, what the, the conversations are so weird. You sit down at this table with seven other people who look like they just got off their nine to five. So they're <laughs> extremely stressed and tired. They're all like in like after clothes, like yeah. sweatshirts like this. And they sit down like, hey, what's your name? Oh, my name is Gigi Foodie Mimi. It's like it all rhymes. They're like, oh, that's so catchy. That's so cool. Like follow me on Instagram. So it's like a little networking thing. But then you get to like just it's, – it's a nice dynamic because one person's the food blogger. The other person's always the plus one. Yeah. So you get the one weird professional person and then you have like their their uncle. It's the funniest yeah, thing. Exactly. So if I would always talk to the, the person who came and you meet so many cool people. It's actually a pretty cool – I like that whole world, and that's kind of what I'm hoping happens. I'm kind of hoping that we get invited to things, we get to meet people. It's just another form of networking, plus free food. So yeah, that's always a plus. That's like a win-win situation. Yeah, uh, a day at how that that mac and cheese place. Yeah. I know you went to sleep. I, I before had you even got truffle home. brisket mac and cheese, and it had three different cheese. It was like American. Um, so it, was, it was like all this like che- I got home. And I remember just like waking up and yeah. I was sweaty. Like my shirt was dissolved. <laughs> I was soaked in sweat. I had changed my sheets. I threw out my mattress pad because it was, it was raw. It was like my, um, my memory foam mattress liner. I'd throw that out. Oh I don't know God. how you wash. It was soaked in sweat. It no. gave me, nearly gave me cardiac arrest, but wow, it was a good. Oh, yeah, I don't go to a lot of mac and cheese places, but mac and cheese is like a trending thing in South Florida. Like the house of Mac down in Wynwood always has a line of at least five to ten people out the door or more and it's crazy to me because i i've been there i went there once a couple of years ago and i had like a regular mac macaroni platter and i thought it was pretty good but i didn't think it was good to the point where i would wait in the sun out like on the side of the street for it so people are going crazy for mac and cheese out in south florida do you have a favorite restaurant in miami um, top, top three give me one of your top three Top three in Miami. Sugar Cane's definitely one of them. Okay, that's right. Sugar Cane, uh, Raw Bar and Grill. Amazing. Has two different kitchens. It's a tapas restaurant. And anything you order will be good, even if it's something that you usually hate. That's, that's true. That's why I love that place. Um, mm-hmm. I would say that's a good one. I'm, I'm finding a new interest in Moxie's in Brickle. Why? That sounds so familiar. We've been there Moxie's. before. We, the last, we went there one time with Scott. Um, yeah, the and place, you got the Impossible Burgers. Yeah, we both, I think we both did. We were like, oh, we're keeping it vegan friendly for Scott. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Because Moxie's is cool. It's like it's like bigger dishes, mm-hmm. but they have good drinks. Just everything is kind of like, everything yeah. is satisfactory at Moxie's. Um, and above average. Like not, nothing I there. I would say that's my favorite place. I would say it's like a place I've been. I would I say that's like number two. I think Sugarcane is my first. Honestly, dude, my one of the, this is so basic. And there are so many places to eat in Miami. One place that sticks with my head, you know what it is? Anytime a place is a good date spot, like if you could bring a girl there and it's like, anytime it's, I get that vibe and the food is good, yeah. in my head, I'm like, I love this place. This is perfect. Like the thing with sugarcane is atmosphere is great. Food's great. It is just an arm and a leg. Yeah. yeah. It's, so it's you're, pricey. you're like spending, it's, it's like easily, I would say it's like 50 to $75 a head if you have like a nice time. But my favorite place to go and I'm, I'm actually trying to find a girlfriend just to take her there because I just want the experience is propaganda that pizza oh, propaganda place. pizza oh, place that's God. a fire spot the, the pizza is not meat lovers that's like an insult it's yeah. it's like truffle uh 
br- br- I don't even know like what it, what was yeah. the cheese? Um, uh, they have like the, burrata, the burrata, the like, truffle burrata with, with prosciutto, yeah, and, prosciutto like, and like oh chili, sweet chili and on sauce. On top of that, like, you're not crazy. having you're not having t- uh, Tim from Miss- Missouri giving you the. It's literally like a guy who just got packaged here and sent from France who was like yeah. he literally has like a, a mustache he has no friends yeah. he lives in like he a, knows nobody and his life is that food he, he wakes up is that in the back and starts making pizzas for the customers it's insane yeah. it is such a good experience you order food they grunt in the back they go <clears throat> and then they make the food literally in 30 seconds and, and talking about you. like the atmosphere as well when you sit down I'm going to try to do my best to describe this without having a picture but when you sit down if anyone's ever been to um, Little Hen it's like a it's like an antique modern restaurant so the furniture kind of looks like your grandmother's furniture but as if she just bought it yesterday and then you can see in the back where the pizzas are being made it's really tall ceiling so it's like 20 feet high and there's it's like black and white tile on the floor and no music playing and there's always like a slight hue of the sun so you almost feel like you're in a very safe dreamlike place it is no, I'm not being cool. dramatic. That's exactly what it feels like when you're there. It is perfect. When the bill comes, I'm insulted that I have to give them such little money. That's, yeah. that's what I think. I'm like, are you sure? Charge me more, please. There's some really good places in Coconut Grove as well. I, actually, I don't think I've ever been there truly to experience. I think that's low-key like one of the best places to go find food in um, a lot of really good Indian restaurants in Coconut Grove. But I would say actually Sugarcane would be my first. Sugarcane is so good. Le Chic. Le Chic um, down in Wynwood. The Chic? Um, which is that, uh, it's like that modern, I think it's Le Chic or Le Chic. Yeah. It's like C H I C, but yeah. I don't know how they pronounce it. It's, you know, that, like how something is chic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's like based around like chicken, mm-hmm. like, and stuff like that. And like the, they just prepare it in different ways and it's very like gourmet. I, I love that. I think that would be my second because the drinks there, remember the, uh, the old fashioned that literally tastes oh, like with you. Yes. We got we were sipping on that old fashioned that um, had the massive uh, spherical ice cube in it, and it literally oh was so easy no, to no, drink. No, you had the white one, right? The, I had the white one. Oh my, dude! That one was that place is good. Bussin. No, that place is really good. That's the kind of drink where when I went to the next restaurant, I was like, "Hey, do you guys have a white? Um, what was it again? Uh, old fashioned. Do you guys, do you guys have a white old fashioned? Like with like clear. And they're like, "What do you mean? Bourbon. Do you want an old fashioned or do you want vodka?" And I'm like, "No, like a white old fashioned." <laughs> yeah. I, I can never order it ever again unless I go to that place. Yeah, but. Wow! Anytime so I'm there, that's the only drink I'm drinking ever. What ever. is your What is your? Give me one of your one of your top three favorite liquors. I'm sure it's bourbon. I love bourbon because I love old fashions. Mm-hmm. Um, also love Hennessy, obviously. Yeah, best Hennessy is is like up there. Wait, wait, hold on, sorry. Before before we get off the topic of Miami, I want to mention one thing really quick because I think this could be helpful to people. I don't know. Speaking with like Taylor's friend Maria and. You know, Rachel and Katie's and Rachel and Quinn's roommate, mm-hmm. Katie, when all our friends who are not from South Florida, when they come to South Florida, for some reason, they always end up going to South Beach. And I'd like to just address somebody who lives in South Florida, what how locals view South Beach, because the problem I have with it is that every time someone comes from South from out of the country or out of the state and they come to South Florida and they go to South Beach, they have this like expectation they think it's like what everyone's talking about and they get there and they're like, it's really not that nice. Or they do like the touristy things. They they go rollerblading down the street or they, they go stay at like a, a hotel that's been built in the 70s. It's just 
That's not what Miami is to me. I yeah. hate when people say, South I'm going Beach, to Miami, it's healthy. South Beach is like super, super tourist. It's South Beach terrible, is, It's bro. pretty when the it's not super is, crowded. Uh, I mean, but the restaurants down there are older. You're and paying $60 for a drink. and I'm not even kidding. That's true. Yeah, like yeah. The Sugar Factory is $60 for a drink, and they sneezed alcohol in it. There's no alcohol in it. And it's... You're, you're literally paying to say, I'm at South Beach. Like, let me get my little Instagram sticker. It's crowded. There's problems. It's definitely more of a touristy spot. The places there have been getting very chaotic, um, especially since COVID has kind of calmed down. So when you go there, it's not really the true Miami vibe. When you go to South Beach now, it is mixed with a lot of different tourists. People are going to the party. People are going there with a, a mindset that they're like free and they could get as messed up as they want and do whatever they want on South beach. Cause it's the wild, wild West, which is very different from the rest of Miami. Miami is essentially as a whole, it has a little aspects of wild West, like freedom, like people like, like it's a little chaotic, but South beach is like different. South beach is more just oversaturated with tourism. Now, if you want to go actually get a real Miami experience, I would say you don't even have to go across the bridge like on like like by the inlet. There's so many different places that you could go to that give you like more of a real cultured Miami experience. The amount of people, friends that I have from other states, other countries that come to like South Florida that like only speak on South Beach and they don't know about Wynwood. They don't know about the little like cool little food spots around like little Haiti. They don't know about like down by the bay. Like like Parisa, like Amara by Parisa Bayviews, like and the Midtown, like they don't know about these areas. They all they like always are only centered and like focused on South Beach, on the Fountain Blue. Let's set them straight right now. If you're coming to South Florida, here's what you do. This is how you have a good time in South Florida without running into crowds, getting stuck in traffic, getting stuck on a bridge, missing an exit and losing half your day. What you do is you're going to go on the maps right now and look up um, Edgewater, and you're going to go from Edgewater to Brickell, which is pretty – Brickell is the Manhattan of Miami. So you're going to go Edgewater to Brickell, and you're going to – that whole area, look for a place to stay in there. If you stay at any place between that area, you're going to be walking distance. Not walking – you'll be with like a five-minute drive in an Uber or maybe a nice walk to Wynwood. And in Wynwood, you can get lost there for – three, four days and not see everything there is. Wynwood is like an art district with food places left and right. They're constantly changing hands. There's events going on. It's really nice. Even when it's crowded, it's really nice. There's clubs. Everything is in Wynwood. Yeah. And on top of that, you're staying in Brickell. You walk down the street. And like I said, being in the Manhattan of Miami, left, right, and center, you have restaurants, clubs, juice places. It's just, it's the kind of place where you can walk down the street and just have an experience looking around and what you do is once you stay at those kind of places, you would then cross the bridge if you want to go to the beach and you can go to South Beach to go on the beach itself and tan or whatever. You can also go to Hallover Beach, which is in North Miami, less crowded, same water. There's just – I would say Brickle, Edge, like that whole area is your home base and then you travel to where you want to go in Miami. If there's a specific spot in Miami that you want to see, like the Key, um, Key Biscayne or any of these places, you use – Brickle as your home base and then travel preferably Uber ride because parking sucks. Yeah. And that's how that's how I would say to experience it. You know? uh, that's how you would get the full Miami experience. Because the thing is, if you land on like if you go straight to South Beach and you're on a hotel on South Beach, you're not leaving South Beach. Like getting out of South Beach is 
like such a pain. I stayed at the Fountain Blue this past weekend and just getting into the hotel when I was checking in and getting out each time it took me about an hour yeah. simply to get in and like in and out Brickle, Midtown, even anywhere around the design district, Wynwood. If you station yourself there, you have easy access to restaurants all around. You have easy access to see the, uh, see the art walls, to go to museums and all of the sorts. Um, so if you want to get the full Miami experience from experienced Miami natives, you definitely don't want to be across that bridge to South Beach. You want to be on the other side of the bridge and then take an Uber there every once in a while if you want to go to a club or go to the beach. Um, that'll definitely change the experience for you and really show you some true Miami culture. So yeah, so that's just a little taste. This is just like a little example of what you're going to get in a podcast with Alex and I. So hopefully when Justin comes on board, it'll add that extra dynamic, that extra conversation personality for you guys to stay more tuned in um I, he's gonna have so much to offer i think it'll be a great experience and hopefully if alex bale decides to stop hating me maybe i'll give his sister a call and say like hey like nudges man for me we'll see what happens but if not like i said i have a whole bunch of people that we're planning on working with a lot of my clients that i've sold houses to i'm really interested in hearing about their lives because we do work with celebrities and i've worked with them in the past so we'll see what comes our way if you enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to see our vlog or luxury home tour style videos check out my youtube channel for those people who are tuning in don't forget to head to youtube if you'd like to see the video of this podcast or check out those other videos as well so thank you podcast listeners thank you youtubers and alex anything you'd like to add love you guys thanks for tuning in if you watched it all the way to the end um <laughs> yeah. I was waiting. I was dying to hear what was going to happen. Okay.